and um, you will uh, feel that sparkle in your eyes. Um, so try to understand what do you like and what brings you joy, and then you will be um, the best. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people then. From 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 175 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group, to the vice chancellor of the UGCC, to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations and the Vatican Church, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. And if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram, aziz.future, and join the Telegram channel, Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians, and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland, and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people, and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Tatiana Andrusiak. Tanya is an 18-year-old girl from Cherkasy, Ukraine. She is the founder of Lens Jewelry, a rings, bracelets, and necklaces Ukrainian brand. She loves sports and has dedicated her life to tennis and dancing. One of her interests is learning foreign languages, including English and German. She loves to travel 
and to learn about art and history. Tanya, how are you today? Hi, I'm great. Nice to hear you. And I'm full of energy to communicate with you. We all have a lot of fun together. I am ready. And to begin, when you wish to really feel alive, to enjoy life, to feel your body and to feel refreshed and energized, what is one of your most favorite activities that you love? Um, as I said earlier, I dedicated a big part of my life to tennis. And um, um, I think uh, my mom uh, brought me the, uh, the first at, uh, at the age of eight. And since then, um, I played tennis uh, for four times a week or even five. And I think that um, sport um, really gives me energy and I feel alive. <laughs> So, yeah, um, I think sport uh, inspires me. I think so. Yes. So your mother brought you there when you were 10, correct? Uh, eight. When you were eight. So for 10 years now, yeah. you have been often for many years going four or five times every week and you feel energized, you feel inspired and you feel alive because of tennis, correct? Yeah, I think uh, people should do uh, whatever inspires them. And uh, yeah, they will like Tell it. me about inspiration. What kind of inspiration is that tennis inspiration? <laughs> I think hard work inspires me. Um, when I understand that I do, um, that I did as much as possible uh, to achieve something, and um, when I feel tired, so um, yeah, um, it definitely inspires me. Wonderful. So when you do everything you can and you feel tired, which is hard work, you feel inspired because hard work is important for you, correct? Definitely. And what belief do you have that gives you this attitude while for many people, they don't really view hard work as inspiring. So what is your thought process or a story in your life or a belief that created this interest in hard work and inspiration by giving everything you have and feeling tired because you did everything for your goals? Um, well, I think I'm a really motivated person. And if you want to achieve something, you should really work hard. I know that my parents work hard um, and they can uh, afford whatever they want, for example. So in order to live your life uh, as you want, you should definitely work hard. So it's really motivate, motivates. Thank you. And if I heard you correctly, you are a motivated person because you notice, for example, your parents, when they work hard, they can do anything they want with their lives and therefore you have the same attitude of working hard and when you work hard and feel tired because you did everything you can you are inspired because you feel you're going in the correct way to the life where you can do everything you want and afford anything you wish correct of course and we can even say that uh, work give us freedom <laughs> wonderful what kind of freedom is that freedom? Mm -hmm. Well, it's an interesting question. Freedom for me um, 
freedom for me is um, do whatever you want, uh, to feel um, yourself happy, and to have your hobby, definitely. That's freedom for me. Wonderful. So freedom is when you can do anything you want, and that gives you the feeling of happiness, and it includes as well doing your hobbies, etc. correct? Yeah, and nothing disturbs you. Nothing disturbs you. Can you tell me more about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that um, there are not so much uh, situations that really disturb me. Um, however, not good relationships with friends or family um, really disbalance my life, I think. And uh, I think a lot uh, about problems and I'm sure I'm not a free person when this happens, but it not happens uh, very often. So I'm really happy about it. Yes, you are happy because now you're balanced and not disturbed. But in the rare occasions where you might have problems with relationships with friends or with family, you feel disturbed and unbalanced and you think about it a lot, correct? Yeah, yeah. Tell me when you think about disturbed, or unbalanced, what do you think? Is it like water that can be still and then it can get disturbed? Or is it like a tennis player that has balance, but if they lose their balance? Like, what is the thought or image that comes to your mind when you think about being balanced and being undisturbed? Um, Well, I think that um, all spheres of my life are well combined. Uh, for example, um, family, um, university, um, my health, they are all well combined and um, I don't uh, feel uh, the lack of anything. I um, feel the love for my parents and even for my boyfriend and um, I feel myself uh, happy 100%. Thank you. So well-balanced or well-integrated, or all the parts of your life, there is no lack, whether your health, your family, relationships, studies, it's all, there is nothing lacking in it, and therefore you feel free and happy and undisturbed, correct? Yeah, yeah. And tell me about tennis. What is your favorite part about tennis? And is there a story about you falling in love with tennis, when you realized, wow, I love this, I want to do it for years or for all my life? Uh, Well, when my mom first brought me to the tennis lesson, uh, as I said, I was eight, and I think um, I was a little girl. And for the first time, it was just uh, a routine, I think. And um, when I first started to um, win um, something, you know, uh, when I when I won some matches and then it was competitions, um, I was uh, really proud of myself. And then I realized, wow, I really love it. Uh, I really love tennis because I worked hard and um, I could achieve something. And also I like um, the kind of sport it is, uh, tennis. You can um, even show your character 
through tennis. Um, some people play uh, slow, some people play aggressively, and you also show your personality. So it's a way I can um, show my personality. <laughs> yes. So you're a motivated girl and you work hard in order to achieve freedom. And when you have achievements, you feel proud of yourself as well as you like doing it in a way that shows your character and personality, correct? Of course. Do you have other parts of your life where you have a similar attitude, where you're proud of your achievements as well as you show your personality and character and you work hard, you're motivated, inspired, and you're working towards more and more freedom? Um. Uh, I also worked hard at school, and if this is correct, I, when I graduated from it last year, I was also proud of, uh, about myself because um, I finished it with a gold medal, you know, in Ukraine who has it, and um, I also passed all my exams um, uh, on A grade. <laughs> so um, uh, it was hard work. Uh, during 11 years, but um, I really feel relieved that um, I did as much as possible. And tell me about that story or moment that you felt most proud about the hard work of 11 years. Is it when you got and have seen that gold medal? Or is it the happiness in your mother's face? Or what was like the moment that made you feel most proud and happy about your high school graduation? Mm -hmm. um, when we had uh, uh, the last ceremony or, um, where uh, the director uh, gave us certificates and um, all my uh, family um, was here, my grandparents, my parents. And um, when the director um, gave me the certificate and also the medal, um, I saw... Um, the proudness, uh, the proud um, on the faces of my parents. And um, I thought, wow, I really did a good job. And uh, it was a hard work, as I said. So, um, yeah, that's all. <laughs> yes, in that ceremony, when you're receiving your certificate and your medal, and there was your grandparents, your family, and you looked at the faces of your parents of being so proud of you and you felt, wow, it was a lot of hard work, but it's really worth it. Of correct? course, yeah. And do you have similar story or experience in tennis? Um, yeah, it also a story. Uh, it also a story about uh, receiving the medals. <laughs> um, I think all players um, love um, this uh, part of like this part of uh, sport of playing tennis um, when um, uh, other competitors see you and um, they um, see your happy face and um, um, also you see a coach uh, with whom uh, you spent almost uh, all your time and um, he um, put a lot of efforts in you um yeah it also motivates you i notice you're mentioning people's faces often mm -hmm. which makes me think and please correct me if this is wrong that you're highly visual 
and that people are very important in your life. Maybe like the most important element in your life are people and relationships with people. And you mentioned that if you have problems with relationships with friends or family, you felt disturbed. So now to thank you, to uh, ask yeah, you, yeah, are you okay. highly visual? Uh, and are you Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think relatives uh, and friends uh, play a big role in my life. And um, I think I'm, I'm looking for approval uh, when I do something. Um, I ask my family, what do they think about it? And um, I think for me, it would be hard to live alone and to decide everything on my own yes and can you tell me more about what you said that you're looking for approval and you ask your family etc why is the approval important for you what does emotion does it give you etc uh, I'm not um, really looking for approval. I just uh, want um, uh, to look at the situation from different angles. And um, my parents uh, are older than me, of course, and um, they will definitely uh, tell me um, everything what they, they think. And uh, then um, I weigh pros and cons and decide, uh, of course, uh, everything by myself because this is my life and um, yeah, I, I am, um, yeah, this is my life. Really great. And I remember you told me before the interview, you had maybe plans to study abroad. And now you said it will be quite difficult to live on your own. So how are you going to manage both? Is it a growing experience or will you be FaceTiming and calling your family to connect and friends every day? Or how do you think it could go? <laughs> of course, FaceTime um, will be uh, a big part <laughs> of my life. Um, um, but I hope to make friends abroad. And um, uh, I think I'm um, a communicative person and it will be um, easy for me. Um, however, now we have a COVID situation and um, all universities uh, work, uh, work distanced. Um, so um, I hope to make friends as soon as possible abroad. <laughs> really cool. And then to make sure, are you more introverted? Are you extroverted? You said you're a communicative person. How do you think friendships begin? Maybe someone introverted who traveled to study abroad and they don't know how to make friends. They can learn from your ideas and what it means to be communicative, etc. Um, I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm an extrovert. And uh, for example, uh, uh, the rest for me is hanging out uh, somewhere with my friends and um, to discuss some latest news. Uh, that's for me relaxation. Um, well, for people that are uh, introverts, um, they should definitely um, open themselves to other people and see that the world is not so uh, dangerous <laughs> and difficult uh, as it could seem. And um, it's not, uh, it isn't important to have uh, a lot of friends. Um, it's even um, more important to have uh, one or two um, 
friends, but really responsible and uh, and honest. Responsible and honest. And I, if I understood you correctly, it's about the quality of the relationships rather than the quantity and people yeah. you can feel comfortable with and hang around with and feel comfortable to speak with them about anything and be yourself, correct? Yeah, yeah. And in tennis, you mentioned that tennis is a way people can show their character and that you can show your personality. Like you said, some people play slow, some aggressive, some fast. Well, what is to you the meaning of character? And what's the difference between character and personality? Mm -hmm. Character is for me um, with uh, which you is a characteristic with which uh, you were born, and um, I think it's uh, very hard to it's very hard to um, well wait a minute to change it yeah um, and uh, yeah personality is um, characteristics which you learned from an outer world um, that's how you can. Um, represent yourself thank you yeah <laughs> it's, and to ask you you love travel correct yeah do you have any story or memory from travel or more than one that you really like and that sometimes you think about it and because of the covid it makes you miss traveling even more uh, yeah to be honest uh, mm, i think i traveled a lot and many times and um, uh, the most um, Mm -hmm. uh, and the most uh, extraordinary yeah, country was Azerbaijan. And I traveled there with my father and hmm, the traditions really su uh, surprised me. And uh, But the food is really, really tasty. And uh, also um, I was young uh, when we traveled there and um, when we were at the restaurant, uh, um, the waiter brought us hinkali. And uh, now it's my favorite <laughs> uh, dish. Um, and I really uh, didn't know how to eat them. Um, so um, I eat them, uh, I eat them completely. But as we know, we should uh, leave the tails. <laughs> so it was really funny when the waiter came and he realized that I uh, ate them completely, this hinkali. <laughs> That's really funny. And since it's one of your, if not your favorite dish, do you have it in Kiev or in Cherkasy? And if someone wants to taste it in Ukraine, is it available or never? Uh, of course, it is available. We have a lot of um, uh, Azerbaijan cuisine, Georgian cuisine, and um, I think they um, have uh, a lot of uh, common. So... Um, in Chikasi, we have about three or four restaurants uh, with, um, I think it's um, Eastern cuisine, um, and they're really tasty, and they um, even um, don't uh, cost so much. Thank you. And are you still interested in travel, or because you've traveled so much that you're looking for uh, other sides of your life to explore? Because you mentioned that you have traveled a lot. Um, yeah, but um, most of the time it was Europe. I want to travel uh, maybe more uh, to, to, to um, Easter part or 
of the world. Um, uh, I would like to visit uh, Japan as their culture um, is really um, extraordinary. And um, maybe I would like to visit hmm, China. Yeah, it's a big country and um, their cuisine uh, really uh, very interesting. So Tell um, me about yeah. cuisine. cuisine. Yeah, I want to make sure two things. Yeah. Are you interested in cuisine? Do you eat a lot? And, or are you a girl who's always on a diet? Or one of those girls who can eat everything, but you stay more in shape since you're a sports girl, etc.? Uh, well, as my friends say, I'm a witch because I can eat whatever I want and I uh, still be skinny and sporty, of course. Um, yeah, I like to eat a lot and um, I think I'm... Um, hedonist because uh, pleasure for me is really important and also um, I think I enjoy uh, eating and especially of course uh, delicious food and uh, when I travel somewhere it's important for me uh, to know more about culture and of course about cuisine. Wonderful I have so many questions <laughs> so I will begin with what is it to you, the meaning of you being a hedonist, so that your own definition, not from the dictionary? Can you repeat the question? You said you're a hedonist. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that pleasure is important for you. So what is to you the meaning of hedonism? Mm -hmm. um, for me, life uh, is... Uh, mm, the most important thing and um, I really would like um, um, to enjoy it and um, I would really like uh, other people to enjoy it because the life is beautiful and um, as we have uh, this opportunity uh, we should appreciate everything uh, whether our friends family and even um, the opportunity to live great yes and that sounds to me like the description of freedom where you can do anything you want and you should explore and try everything and enjoy everything. So is hedonism related to freedom? Oh, definitely. Um, but, you know, um, different people um, understand uh, have different meanings of freedom. But um, if we talk about me, uh, hedonism is definitely combined and connected with freedom as uh, freedom for me is enjoying your life yes enjoying your life and now i'm wondering are you a highly emotional girl or more of a logical person oh uh, well i'm a highly emotional person um it's easy for me um to cry uh it's easy for me to laugh and um, sometimes it's even weird how fast i can um go over my emotions, <laughs> go over situations. So your mood and your emotions can change and you express them. And I will ask many of the girls who are guests on my podcast, they said, I'm an emotional person. I have many emotions inside, but my face is a poker face. It's always serious. <laughs> and sometimes if I travel or even in Ukraine, people say, why is this girl so angry, but she can be happy inside and they don't know why. And some, they try to express and smile more, but it's not the natural way. 
it's just because they know people think they're angry. Do you have that? Or is your face really expressive and full of smiles or cries or whatever, depending on your mood? I want to think that um, uh, my face uh, expresses uh, as much emotions as it could. Um, because, yeah, I know um, the this problem that in Ukraine... Um, uh, a lot of people uh, look like uh, they are angry. Um, however, um, we have uh, winters, you know, and they are really cold. And I think it's a historical thing. And um, everything uh, goes uh, um, from the history <laughs> and even geographical yes. and even location. Um, well, um, I really adore when people express their emotions and they um, and they show everything, whether they like it or whether not. And I had a guest here. She's from the Institute of International Relations. She loves Vienna. And she said in Ukraine, people are emotional and they express emotions. While in uh, Vienna, they're very cold. And now it seems you're saying because of the winter, etc., Ukrainians might not express as much. What are your thoughts on her assertion that Ukrainians are very funny and emotional and expressive, while German and Austrian people are very cold? Well, I really uh, forgot about Germany and Austria. <laughs> yeah, uh, they are very—they are really, really uh, very um, disciplined, um, and um, they have. Uh, definite plan for their life <laughs> and it really scares me uh, however i think it's a good characteristic um but um, i don't think that ukrainians um, are much more emotional than uh, german people um uh, i was in spain and in italy and um those people are really emotional and uh, they don't have uh, that uh, winters <laughs> yes and it seems to me you don't like the cold winters oh, Did I yeah. Understand oh right? yeah <laughs> well how does this relate to hedonism because you mentioned we should enjoy the weather whatever it is so why not enjoy the freezing winter well you know one month is um is enough for me <laughs> so if we couldn't change the, the situation uh, we should change our um, relation, our attitude to the situation. So I try to escape somewhere, for example, Egypt, and uh, they're, um, they're, all, they're always sunny and the weather is fine. So I try to um, escape somewhere, <laughs> even for a week, and it really, um, and I really recharge my batteries and it. Uh, motivates me so uh then i uh continue to live in winter <laughs> yes it recharges your batteries and you can continue to live and return to being fully motivated and recharged and right now are you studying at any university or you took a sabbatical year to explore something and you'll do that soon uh, no, I think that um, education is really important in our life, uh, higher education, of course. And um, now I'm studying at uh, um, Cherkasy National University and uh, I'm studying management there. 
So I hope uh, I will continue to study it some, also somewhere else. Brilliant. And why didn't you choose any other city, whether Lviv, Kiev, Odessa, Kharkiv, or abroad already for this first year? Uh, you know, I have um, excellent, uh, excellent results of my exams, and I could even go to Kiev or Lviv. Um, but uh, uh, again, um, due to this COVID situation, it's really, um, it's really uh, silly to go somewhere when we have this uh, distance education. All, all my friends are here in Cherkasy, and. Um, Maybe it's not so wise to go somewhere else. I understand. And I remember how important your friends and family and being near them is for you. And can you tell me more about your jewelry brand? How did that idea come to be? And what did you like about it? Is it some emotions it gives you? Is it touching it and feeling the textures (laughs) and the sensations? Or what's going on? Uh, well, first of all, I like uh, the process. And um, uh, one day I was sitting at home and it was a lockdown here in Ukraine. And um, I was uh, thinking, wow, um, I have um, I have some um, beads. And uh, why don't I do something. For example, read. Well, we did it uh, at school when we were younger. And um, then I took um, all of the stuff I need and um, uh, began to, um, and I began to create them. And also I like to, um, I like to bring um, a beauty into someone's life and especially girls. I know how much they like uh, uh, this jewelry and how our girls like to be beautiful. Um, so I um, want also to contribute to it. Yes. Tell me about beauty. Why is it important to you? What is the meaning of beauty to you personally, Astania? And how is it related to hedonism? So your meaning of beauty as well as why it's important and how it's linked to hedonism. To me, beauty is what you have inside. Um, it's really so. Um, for me, um, girls that are, um, that are confident in themselves and they know what they want from life are really more beautiful than girls that have um, ideal hair, ideal nails, and um, their look is uh, well combined, the outfit. Um, so uh, beauty is, um, for me, uh, what you have inside and uh, what, um, what goals do you have for your life? And uh, also uh, hmm, how beauty is combined with hedonism. Um, of course, you should enjoy um, whatever you have, and um, everyone should love uh, their body, should love their personality. Uh, yeah, that's the key to uh, happiness. Wonderful. And I remember you noticed the faces of people and their emotions, whether the pride of your parents <laughs> or the adversaries in tennis noticing your face when you're winning, etc. And then 
When a girl is confident or a man or any person, what do you notice in their face that shows you they are confident? Is it a look in their eyes, some fire or spark? Is it like they're calm and undisturbed in their facial muscles? Are they smiling? What is to you when you see someone's face who is confident in that way you spoke about? You will think, yes, I see that. And this person is confident and the inner beauty is there. Well, for me, inner beauty and that confidence is definitely the fire in your eyes, uh, that sparkle. And um, when the person uh, really appreciates the life and, uh, and uh, yeah, really knows uh, what he or she wants from it. Um, yeah, that's a confidence for me. You mentioned now five times that knowing what you want in life, whether you or the people or even German people, etc. What do you want from life? Mm, what I want for life? Um, uh, as I said earlier, life for me, happy life is a balance in every sphere. And I really want um, to continue having uh, that balance. And um, I hope I uh, can I could realize myself... Um, somewhere um, and I hope it will be economics as I really like it um, and also I would like to have uh, an adorable family husband children and so on that's for me uh, that's my aim yes and tell me about your personality you're highly emotional yet you're, you're studying something very logical like economics how do you combine both parts of your personality? Is it like when you're studying economics, the emotional uh, Tanya is not there, she goes on vacation? Or is it like you say, okay, now stop emotions, let's be a serious and uh, very professional economist? Or is it that you stay emotional, but you control it somehow? Or how is that possibility of two contradictory parts of personality coexisting at the same time? Uh, yeah, I'm a highly emotional person and that's why um, I try to control it and um, I like to communicate with other people and that's why I have chosen management. Um, I studied uh, at university, but um, mm, you should uh, mm, definitely separate your emotions and your work uh, so when i um study uh, or yeah when i study i try to um think only about uh, the material this yeah and the uh and also my uh, marks so you should definitely separate those spheres of life work is work and uh, emotions uh Live, uh, stay with your family. <laughs> yes. And tell me about history. Why is it something that you considered it? Well, tell me the three. It seems that there is a trifecta of three things that are important for you. Culture, art, and history. I mean, other than, of course, sports and food, I guess you have five things or more. But let's focus on art, culture, and history. Why is each one of them? important to you and what does it add to your life well um culture history and uh, oh, and art um 
I think through all of these forms, uh, people show themselves and also show their personalities like in tennis. And um, it's really interesting to observe uh, um, how people uh, are different uh, and um, that uh, we should um, approve all types of personalities, all types of arts. And um, um, I really like to... I really like to dig, uh, to dig into these forms of art and uh, culture. Um, One second, yeah. this is too important. I noticed that now, or in Ukraine, or in the world in general, people really are afraid to show their real personality. So they have the kind of mask that is different to their true selves. But other than this, and you can comment on it, what is interesting to you about people's personalities? Are you someone who likes all kinds of personalities or more that you look for people who are similar to you, who you have chemistry with? And that is why personality is important because when people show it, you can think, wow, this is my kind of person or wow, I will not get along with this person and I'm happy I know. And why is personality to you? What level of importance does it have in your life? Um, well, I like to be true with people. And um, uh, there are some personalities <laughs> that really uh, annoy me. And I try to ignore those people, try not to work with them, for example, not to say them that, you, well, when you really annoy me. Um, however, I try to find people that with whom um, I have that chemistry and um, then I understand that uh, everything will be okay and the work will go on and uh, I will work effectively or leave <laughs> effectively. So, yes, yeah. and let's speak about the people you have the maximum chemistry with or very high. In your experience, are you someone who's already open or do you open over time? And is that high chemistry from the single first second where you feel you know them for many years? Or is it slowly you discover it over time? Well, of course, it depends on the company, uh, on the company or, or, or on the person. Um, um, I'm not sure uh, whether I, I'm open from the first second. However, yeah, it depends on the people. But um, I really uh, understand uh, from the first uh, uh, minute that if this person is mine and we um, see this connection and uh, we find a lot of themes uh, we would talk about and um, also we have uh, the same um, worldviews. That's important for me. Thank you. And in general, do you find that most people share a similar motivated worldview to you or many people are not your type of person? Oh, well, uh, yeah, I, um, I see, um, yeah, a lot of people who share my worldview and it's really cool. Um, um, it's easy to create something together and to change um, and to make the world uh, the better place. Yes, and this reminds me of something funny because I want to ask... When people meet you, do they expect you to have the personality and character you have? Because I remember one of the earlier 
interviews out of these 175. <laughs> it was a Ukrainian international model, and she used to love um, the classic literature. And she said often when she went to castings or to jobs, people think she's a dumb <laughs> model, oh. but they're surprised. <laughs> And so there is a stereotype, but she said a story. There was this girl who was one of the most beautiful girls she has ever seen and a model. And they were waiting for her, but she arrived 30 minutes late. And they were like, oh my God, you're such a diva and etc." But she said, no, no, sorry. I was in the math Olympiad. <laughs> so we finished late and they were shocked. So to you, do people feel surprised at your personality? Do they expect you to be smart or not? And are they shocked or surprised by you? Or from the very beginning, they feel, oh, this is a highly motivated girl. And they there is no difference between expectations from not knowing you and knowing you. Well, I think it's really bad for people to have uh, some expectations. And um, how one uh, footballer said, it's funny, um, uh, people's expectations are their problems. Yeah, and I agree with it. So... Um, you should uh, mm, you should meet the the person firstly and then make uh, some conclusions and um, it's really silly <laughs> to expect something yeah thank you and since you can feel people through their faces <laughs> i want to make sure can you feel people's energy do you believe in that even like you're a somewhere and there is another person and they don't speak but you can feel whether they have like this angelic energy or positive or golden or dark or kind of negative energy mm -hmm. do you feel such things or not well i would like to um however i try um somehow to understand it and um i think i um i feel the personality through emotions um also through uh the gestics and um also smile is important for me and uh, and uh, the voice of course yes and i will totally change topics but i'm curious about this because you seem to be highly artistic but highly logical and highly sportive and athletic which is a great balance to the personality and pretty rare and to make sure about art do you have a favorite kind of genre of art or piece of art or book or literature or a poem or movie, etc., that represents you somehow or you feel attached to it and you really like it? <laughs> well, my favorite kind of art uh, are paintings and I really like Impressionism, you know, uh, Van Gogh, Klimt, um, and um, their paintings are, are so... Uh, eccentric so uh, colorful um, however um, at the same time um, they are so uh, logical as me <laughs> and then they have their sense of course it's not Perfect. just uh, colors and so on yes and you then do you paint sometimes do you have other artistic activities in addition to creating jewelry which is art too well um i really like paintings and um, um, knowing more about them however <laughs> i'm um, painting really badly um i just uh, like to read about it not to paint but um, 
I feel that um, I enjoy and uh, I feel uh, some kind of relaxation when I see at pictures. Yes, I notice you're highly visual. Even about chemistry, you said when we see this connection, you spoke about seeing the people's faces, everything which is highly unusual because most athletes are kinesthetic and are not as visual. I mean, of course, there is the mind, uh, body connection, etc. Then to ask about you, do you have thoughts and metaphors when you? How do you study? When you study, to make, do you make some image of the thing that you're studying, like a machine or a mind map <laughs> or something <laughs> like in your brain that makes you understand it even better? Because what you're doing is you're taking a skill, a highly developed visual genius into wow. something. <laughs> no, really, into something that other people will not take it. Like if you take that into sports, that is unusual. Or if you take it, well, art it's usual that is not unusual <laughs> but into the education so when you study do you visualize it do you create some images some metaphors some mind maps how do you create understanding when you're learning something oh well, of course um uh, i try to make uh, mind maps and also to um write something write some uh, make some schemes or even paint uh, to highlight it with colors and i have a perfect um, eye memory visual memory and even when i had exams um, in the past uh, i um, i remembered the formulas from maths uh, just uh, i i just visualized them and i uh, remembered the picture <laughs> really perfectly and it really helps me so i'm definitely a visual person and um, i think that um, this helps this, uh, that this helps me to work uh, effectively of course if you have photographic memory which is very rare kind of genius it's, it helps you very much and a lot then why didn't you choose to become an art critic i think there is the Kiev National University of Fine Art and Architecture. They have such studies to become an art uh, critic and connoisseur and conservator, etc., which yeah, yeah. is one of the best universities in, in Eastern Europe when it comes to all kinds of history of art and artistic uh, appreciation, etc. Why did you choose management? and not, for example, studying something like that, that can give you even more of that spark. Maybe mm -hmm. you can speak about your love for management somehow. Yeah, I will, I will try to uh, tell everything. So um, uh, two days ago, I really thought, thought about why I um, uh, didn't have chosen um, art and uh, art critics and so on and um, why, oh, because it really inspires me and um, I really see uh, the f I really feel the fire in my eyes however I'm a pragmatic person and um, uh, I'm, I was sure and uh, I'm now sure that uh, uh, economics uh, um, and management also um, it will definitely it will definitely give you um, opportunity um, to live good and uh, for example um, 
managers, um, every uh, every every business uh, have need its uh, manager. So, <laughs> with the help of management, I could uh, uh, definitely earn money. Mm, yeah, that's it. However, um, I will. Um, I think art is my hobby, so um, I would like to um, spend a lot of time with it. <laughs> yes, I can hear the spark in your eyes, which is mixing referential indexes. And, and to finish this, the question before the last <laughs> will be this. If people really, they don't feel motivated they don't feel the spark in their eyes. They don't feel freedom. And they're working hard, but maybe they're bored and not working hard on something they love. So they stopped working hard because they feel it's useless. And I believe many people say that they do that. They feel helpless. What would you say as advice that you feel from your heart the people in the world should listen in order to get more motivated, more productive, or at least happier, no <laughs> matter the circumstances? Well, uh, there are some steps. Uh, um, firstly, you should define your goal. You should definitely uh, know uh, what do you want. And uh, the second step is um, to understand um, what do you like to do. And um, you will um, you'll surely uh, move move on and um, you will uh, feel that sparkle in your eyes um, so try to understand what do you like and what brings you joy and then you will be um, the best in your uh, in your business <laughs> yes the best in your business and have a good life that is full of freedom and motivation and pleasure hedonism so then to finish can you share, if people want to follow you, what will be the best social media to do so? If they want to contact you, what is the best social media for that? And any projects you're working on or your jewelry, etc., you mm -hmm. can share all that now. Well, um, the best... Um... The best form, uh, the best social media is uh, Instagram, I think. But if they want to uh, work with me, definitely it's my Facebook. Um, and also, um, I'm taking part uh, in a lot of um, linguistic projects. And uh, now I'm uh, taking part in a German competition. And um, the task was to... Uh, and one minute uh, and the task was to um, ah, to translate the text it was a literature and you should translate it um, in Ukrainian and also uh, do it in a style of um, a writer thank you very much I will make sure to write your Facebook and Instagram in the description and it was a pleasure and honor and a really enriching time to speak with you, Tanya. And I wish you a refreshing, recharging, fulfilling, happy, and joyful day. Yeah, thank you. I'm really happy to have uh, that communication with you. Yeah, thank you.